new tool for disciplining elected officials. for censure. The resolution outlines the bad behavior in question, a vote is held, and majority rules the day. Censure dates back to the very first administration. by their peers. Censured senators can keep their seats, but have to forfeit any committee chairs. Censures are most commonly handed down for things like using a political office for personal gain, or the mishandling of campaign or government finances. But there have been some more, shall we say, colorful examples. Take the censure case of Senators Benjamin Tillman and John McLaurin in 1902. During a debate on the Senate floor, Tillman, the senior senator from South Carolina, accused McLaurin, the junior senator from South Carolina, of allowing outside influences to change his vote. McLaurin accused Tillman of a willful, malicious, and deliberate lie, and Tillman struck back. Senator Joseph R. McCarthy, Republican of Wisconsin, with correspondence across the country questioning him. Live from Indianapolis, New York City, and also here in Washington. Here's the moderator of Face the Nation, Ted Yes, that's that's a lynching bee when they base their vote upon political reasons when they say ahead of time. This man has been fighting communism. He's been showing that over 20 years, the Democrat Party has been infiltrated. Therefore, we're going to get him. The censure passed, and McCarthy's political career was effectively over. In the House of Representatives, 
Center comes with an extra dose of public shaming. As part of the punishment, the accused member is required to stand in the well of the House chamber whilst a list of his or her misdeeds is read aloud by the Speaker. The House has censured 23 representatives, but in recent years, the House expanded its shaming toolbox with the less serious reprimand. The reprimand was used in 2009 against South Carolina the Representative I'm Joe Wilson. proposing would not apply to those who are here illegal. During President Barack Obama's 2009 congressional address. But a year later, Representative Charles Rangel wasn't so lucky. Rangel, who was the head of the powerful Ways and Means Committee, was found guilty in the House Ethics Committee of 11 violations. It represented a policy forthwith present himself in the well for the pronouncement of censure. The House officially censured Rangel in December 2010. With the public reading of this resolution by the Speaker, and that Representative Rangel pay restitution to the appropriate taxing Presidential censure is the most rare. It has been attempted against a number of presidents, from John Adams to Abraham Lincoln to Bill Clinton, but it was successful only against one. It was 1834 when the Whig Majority Senate voted to censure Democratic President Andrew Jackson for withholding documents related to the defunding of the Bank of the United States. But the shame was short-lived. Democrats gained control of the Senate in the next election cycle and quickly expunged the censure. Democrats have already called for President Trump's censure over actions like the travel ban, his firing of FBI Director James Comey, and his refusal to divest himself of his business interests. But these calls are largely futile, since the Democrats are in the minority. Back in 1834, Andrew Jackson pushed back against his own censure by claiming that Congress didn't have the authority to enact such a measure against the executive branch. And considering Trump's expansive views of executive power and his admiration for Jackson, it wouldn't be surprising to hear Trump rehash these arguments if censure becomes a real possibility. for this episode of 7-Minute Explainers. Look out for new episodes every Thursday on iTunes, at theweek.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Wright Mendoza, and thanks so much for listening. 